Man of Steel Answers Insight Commentary Episode 69 Wonder Woman 1984 Trailer 1 Greatness is not what you think I have so many questions Then of course there's the question on everyone's mind Then I'll ask the obvious question Start asking questions You're the answer son Welcome to Mosaic. I'm Doc and I cover a mosaic of topics for fans who love the Man of Steel and look forward to the future while learning from the past. This episode's a quick reaction and breakdown of the first Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. This show dives deep into DC films for answers and insights as we celebrate the films that give us so much. Reasonable minds will differ, but this is a show for fans who love DC films and who love to chew their food. Oye duro bim. <laughs> so I'm recording the bookends for the remaining Doomsday's episodes when this trailer drops, and as long as I'm on the mic, I figured I'd just give a few quick reactions to the trailer. I haven't been following production and I didn't watch the teaser, so this trailer is my first look besides those set shots that we got back in the summer of 2018. So I know anyone who's listening to the show has already watched it over and over, but for posterity, here's that trailer. My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today. But you can save the world. Take what I want in return. Everyone will see. Born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. It's all art. It's, uh... That's just a trash can. It's just a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so as a piece of marketing, I have to say that it works. If I wasn't already interested in seeing Wonder Woman, this would do it for me. I don't think the approach is literary, so I'm not going to be looking for symbols or hidden meanings. And Wonder Woman is fantasy and magic more than logic and science, so I'm not going into an analysis of the powers, feats, and consistency. And I'm also not that interested in speculating about the plot, setting myself up for some preconceived notions of what it's going to be. So that just leaves me basically narrating the trailer, which is just about all I've got time to do anyways. <laughs> so if you're into that, great. If not, no problem. Ciao, I'll see you next time. And so let's go. We open with a bassy synth evocative of the period and light banter between Barbara and Diana, unless Barbara is completely socially awkward or Diana hasn't picked up any social norms in the past 40 years. It seems evident that they're friends because usually you don't typically ask strangers if they've ever been in love before. And besides being friends, we see that Barbara is Diana's comic foil as her romantic failures are the butt of our opening joke. So a bit of lighthearted levity humor to set the tone and the idea that Barbara is maybe a little vulnerable and a little broken. Diana's answer is the truth, but with a kind of distance from the details. Something that she doesn't talk about but still remembers, as we see from Steve's little memorial on her table. To reinforce the temporal theme, we're hit with the hot neon logos on black and the trail of tacky after images that we'd always see in the 80s. That retro music kicks in as the year is plastered all over our screen. This was back in an era when these kinds of motion graphics were still novel, and so they were pushed to the limit all the time. Diana walks out onto a red carpet in a white dress, and then we cut to this massive multi-story mall interior, brightly colored and completely with 80s aerobic instruction, as Maxwell Lord sells us on his vision of well-being. And as if to subconsciously communicate it to us, the promotional taglines along the sides of those television screens say, watch in vivid color. We get a fleet of boxy squad cars as civilians flee from the site and shots of Wonder Woman in action. It's apparent that she acts in the light and that they've amped up that vivid color as we pause on her boots, which are brilliantly red and gold. And Maxwell reiterates the anthem of the age, greed is good, by saying, all you need is to want it. We get a bit more action bits and more Wonder Woman tricks. Lasso traversal, tiara throwing, gun crushing, and that signature slide kick. And there might be a little nod to Snyder's continuity as she uses her tiara to knock out the security camera. So it might be the case that they have a little bit of plausible deniability about Diana acting as Wonder Woman in public, but not on the record. Maybe. The pace slows down as Diana looks wistfully at a plane, and the trailer makes it clear that Steve's absence is still felt. Maxwell talks about what you want, Barbara is seen in an ominous dark lab, and we see Diana in a black and white photo at Trevor Ranch as the watch he gifted her moves. Steve enters the trailer and the story with a reprisal of his last lines and actions in Wonder Woman, this time with a watch with a digital face fitting the era. Diana embraces him with joy more than any kind of confusion or questions as we cut to an impossibly large radio dish in progress that is obviously going to be an eventual action set piece. I mean, come on, that is straight out of a Bond movie, right? <laughs> well, Maxwell Lord looks intensely at a crystal with his hair a little out of sorts 
suggesting clearly that this is tied to that tower and his plan. In the next cut, we see anarchy just blocks away from the Capitol building. Overturned cars, soldiers mixed with civilians running through smoke-filled streets, concern on Diana's face as Steve looks around. We get Wonder Woman in the White House deflecting bullets from apparent law enforcement, and a slow-mo shot involving the ejection of one particular round. The CGI on that round is a little rough, but I'm sure it'll be polished up by the time the movie is out. And then Barbara makes an evening appearance in a little black dress. Steve and Diana take a flight under some fireworks, then look over a city with the impossible emergence of a solid wall that has sliced buildings into two. The next scene shows that wall collapsing sequentially, and then we're back into the White House set piece, where Steve punches someone out. And between that punch and him flying the jet, unless Diana has some particularly sophisticated fantasy life, hopefully this puts to rest the idea that he's just some sort of projection in her head. Maybe. <laughs> we get jump cuts between her time on Themyscira and the Constitutional Avenue set piece, including an arena obstacle course that seems to illustrate ways that Diana distinguished herself on the island. Maxwell looks up at a sci-fi light in the ceiling as the air in the room seem to spin around him, and we already know that we're talking about worldwide stakes, so don't be too disappointed if this is another spin on some sort of doomsday device. Back to Wonder Woman wailing on the Secret Service, and then a new Desert Convoy action scene automatic fire, and then Wonder Woman swing from lightning, reminding me of Song Wukong's cloud trapeze. And if that wasn't enough of a showstopper, the trailer cuts to black before showing Wonder Woman in the golden eagle armor as the wings fall away magically. We're in a world of magic and wonder, but the trailer takes us out with a trashy joke as they walk beneath the Hirshhorn Museum, past some breaking b-boys, Diana says it's all art, and Steve tries to thoughtfully analyze that piece before him before being informed that it's a trash can. And unlike a lot of the first film, this is a joke that's actually not an anachronism. Public plastic trash receptacles weren't popularized until years after World War I, so it makes sense that Steve wouldn't immediately appreciate what he was looking at. But insofar as what is or isn't art, maybe you've recently heard about a banana duct tape to a wall. Breathtaking. You look at that, you like, you walk right by it. Awe-inspired. He's being sarcastic and fun. Maybe a stroke of genius. Insulting to, like, manhood or something. None of those words are being used to describe this banana duct taped to a wall. It's Maurizio Catalan's latest work of art. It's called The Comedian, entertaining art lovers from around the globe. You can do anything, and once you're established, you can get away with it. These are some of the same art lovers whose conversation swirled around his 2017 golden toilet, the $6 million throne stolen from England's Blenheim Palace over the summer. Banana on the, on the wall, you can make a lot of bananas with it. Many believe this more appealing piece at a ripe $120,000 represents the art world and its gaping wealth inequalities. Others advise not to think that deep. It's mocking the art world. That's what Maurizio Catalan does. <laughs> but that's another episode. Okay, so that's it. Take from that what you will. I'm excited for the return to premium superhero action to the silver screen. Don't get me wrong, I like what we've had and what we're going to get, but it's nice to get back to a big budget, luscious looking superhero film with actual superhero powers on display. It's definitely not just a trash can, but maybe it's more of a wild theme park ride. We'll find out June 2020.
You're the answer, son.
You're the answer, son. <laughs>